Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. All right, time for us to check in with Von Palmer from the Vancouver Sun. And boy, did he ever have an illuminating day yesterday that he's going to tell us all about. Hi, Vaughn. Yeah, really illuminating, Simi. I didn't <laughs> sleep last night. <laughs> Stuff so of your nightmares, briefing. right? BC and Washington State officials joint online briefing yesterday on the Asian giant hornet threat. And the whole thing was crafted to reassure us that they know what they're doing and they've got our back and they're dealing with this. But, man, it did not put my mind at ease, I can tell you that. Okay, why, though? What did they tell you? Well, they told us a few things. One of the first things they told us was that um, their genetic uh, testing of the nest that was found in Nanaimo in 2019 and the nest that was eradicated in Washington State last year strongly suggests that we have two strains of Asian giant hornets here. We have the Korean version and the Japanese version, which means they're getting in here um, in higher numbers than they thought. And they said, you know, we'll be dealing with this for a while. Here's another detail. The nest that they eradicated in Washington State last year Um, they were asked about, you know, are you still worried about the spread? Because they did wipe out the nest. They said, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. You know, when we went through that nest, we found 200 virgin queens, each of which is capable of starting another nest. What? And so they're kind of (laughs) worried. They're (laughs) kind of worried. There may be more nests out there. They're putting out out 1,500 traps along border communities in Washington State. Uh, We're doing a bunch in the Fraser Valley. That's thought to be sort of ground zero for the spread. There hasn't been anything found in Nanaimo in 18 months, so they're a little reassured about Nanaimo. But, yeah, um, they're kind of worried. They think they have it in hand, Simi, but um, I would just note in passing that one of the communities where they are putting out the traps is Custer. And if you want a symbol of what happens when the authorities get overconfident, I give you Custer. I have my doubts. <laughs> but I did learn yesterday, Simi, what yep. must be the worst job in the world. What? Tagging Asian giant hornets. So when they catch an Asian giant hornet alive, which they try to do, they tag it with a little electronic tracer so they can trace it back to its nest. Now, this is really good, right? I'm, I'm, I encourage them. But the Washington State researcher who was describing this to us on the phone call yesterday said, you know, it's really annoying to try to tie a tag to an Asian giant hornet. One can only imagine. He said, we were using dental floss, and then we sat and watched as the Asian giant hornet chewed through the dental floss and flew away. That's a nightmare. So now they're using Kevlar. But I said... Who knew that in addition to stingers the size of steak knives, Asian giant hornets have teeth? Well, you did, Vaughn, because you saw it in your nightmares, right? Like, you knew this. Oh, (laughs) man. 
<laughs> despite anyway. all that, despite all that, they feel like what that they've got this under control. They think they will get it under control. They they have they did that issue an appeal to citizen scientists to help them out. Uh, put out little Asian giant hornet uh, traps in your own backyard, uh, one cup brown sugar, one cup water, put it all in a giant pop bottle, and uh, maybe you'll catch some uh, Asian giant hornets. And if you catch one, uh, call the pub, um, call uh, wildlife, or not wildlife, but uh, the Environment Ministry, uh, yes. and let them know, and they'll come and collect it, and they think uh, they can keep this under control. I hope they're right, but frankly, I have my doubts. Vaughn, never underestimate the backyard gardener in this province, okay? They will be on the lookout for this thing because yeah, they well, are good. I ain't helping. I'm in the basement, <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> oh, no, I know. Believe me, that's exactly where I picture you. Uh, yeah. Let's talk about what else is going on. Uh, the Premier had a media availability yesterday. Yeah, the Premier had a media avail yesterday and a lot of questions about, um, you know, lingering public concerns about pandemic, vaccinations, case count. Uh, they're doing a briefing today, and he's taking part of it today, so I think we got a bit of a preview. He's still pretty confident. You know, he got asked about uh, the high case count. He says, yes, it's still high here. A hospitalization rate, yes, they're concerned. Variants, yes, they're concerned. But when he got the question, Ontario says they're in the middle of a third wave. What did he think about that? He says, this, we are not in the same place as Ontario. I am confident we are in a good place in British Columbia. He said spring is here in B.C. They're still in the winter back east. Kids want to get outdoors, and he supports the the modest relaxation of uh, the restrictions here in B.C., supported by Dr. Bonnie Henry. Uh, and he still sounds pretty confident, and he says, indicates that today's briefing is going to be positive. I think we'll be seeing a step up in the plan to vaccinate British Columbians, we'll see some more advances on what we were originally told to expect back in January. Okay, well, that's, and we're going to learn more today, right, when it comes yeah. to this plan of what's going to be rolled out? Yeah, we are. And, you know, the other thing I thought was pretty interesting yesterday, just having followed the long history of the relationship between the NDP and the BC Teachers Federation, Oregon got asked about this complaint from the BCTF that uh, teachers are disproportionately high in the number of people uh, filing claims with WorkSafe BC, uh, pandemic-related issues in the workplace. And what did Horgan think of the BCTF's call for more protection for teachers in elementary school. Um, he said, this is interesting, eh? he said um, the a number of uh, teacher applications to WorkSafe BC is extremely small, and mm. he stands by, uh, again, Dr. Henry's view that, uh, you know, the, the mixed messaging on masking in school so you know <laughs> uh, in opposition the the ndp and the bctf uh, were on the same page but in government the ndp is learning to say no to the bctf that was a fairly stern pushback from the premier yesterday and who thought you'd ever hear something like that 
Uh, well, you know, the last time the NDP was in government, they had a pretty rotten relationship with the BCTF, too. So, you know, it, it look, in opposition, you, you, you work with whoever might help you win votes, and you, of course, oppose whatever the government's doing. But in government, I would say, you know, the New Democrats have been careful, Simi, about what they've said publicly about the BCTF. And Premier said yesterday he understands the union standing up for its members privately some of the new democrats are kind of fed up with how uncooperative the bctf leadership has been on managing the pandemic and uh, they they yeah their their patience with them is running out that's interesting though right because in the beginning it seemed like everybody was on board yeah no that's true and look as i said you know you understand look the union stands up for its members and new democrats know how that works uh, their relationship generally with the trade union movement is very good and deep and long, so they understand it. But but privately, I think most of us uh, covering the government have heard expressions of exasperation from New Democrats that the TF has been so unsupportive at times, uh, so polarizing at times around some of the issues in terms of getting the schools open, keeping the schools open with reasonable restrictions, but not onerous ones. Yeah, exactly. Okay, we're also uh, hearing about, um, you know, relaxation of restrictions. I feel like this is now yeah. a topic. Did the Premier talk about that? Yeah, he did. He got asked, uh, so when you get vaccinated, uh, what happens? Do you get, you know, a little uh, more freedom of movement and fewer restrictions? Uh, he said, yes, but. <laughs> yes, but. It's clear he didn't really want to get trapped into saying exactly what it means. But he said, yes, uh, you will. We will be hearing about uh, maybe soon some relaxation of restrictions for those of us who've had both vaccinations. I think, you know, the government recognizes that that's going to happen anyway. People, once they've both got both shots, are going to, you know, be reluctant to follow strict isolation rules and so forth. But um, he said, you know, we have to be careful. We are still in real time in the pandemic. Dr. Bonnie Henry and her team still need to figure out exactly what is safe and what isn't. But yes, he said, we can look forward to once both once you've got both vaccinations, you can look forward to uh, probably some more freedom of movement, fewer restrictions. And, of course, as you know, Simi, there's still the issue of vaccination passports to travel. Uh, I mean, whether we like it or not, the airlines and some countries are exactly. already saying, forget it. You can't come here unless you've got a certificate showing you've been vaccinated. We will have those, by the way, whatever use we put them, them to. We will get a certificate printed of our which we can download that we've been vaccinated and which vaccine we have and whether we have two shots and needed them. And there'll also be a digital version. So you'll be able to have one, even if it isn't clear yet how much use you'll have to put it to in uh, in Canada and in British Columbia. Clearly to travel, you're going to need it. Absolutely. All right, Vaughn, thank you. Bye-bye.